Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Flow with Ange and Zoe. We're excited to be here with you. Yes. We had a mini break. Mm-hmm. But we're back. And today, we're talking about... What exactly are we talking about? We're talking about being Delulu. Delulu. <laughs> to create the life you actually want. Yes. Being Delulu. To live the life you want. Mm. Why being Delulu is important. Yes. Delulu is delusional, by the way. Yep. Just in case. (laughs) I forgot. Not everyone talks like us. Yeah. (laughs) Why being delusional is actually really great. Yeah. Mm. Why is being delusional really great? Well, from my perspective. Yeah. (laughs) Just dive straight into it. From my perspective, right? If we keep having the same vision for ourselves that we've already been having so far. Like if we keep having the same thoughts, the same ideas, we're just going to keep creating the same outcome, the same result. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if we want it to be different, if we want our life to look different than it currently already does in some way, shape or form, if we want growth and expansion, we need to push the mental barriers. We need to push the idea in our mind and have a bigger vision and I say have as big of a vision as you want it to be like be go delusional go big go hard or go home because you can create that if you envision it if it's in your mind it can be real so wow yeah yeah 100% I think um a lot of us can tend to like limit ourselves sometimes and just think oh you know could never do that but you are what you think you are so you can ultimately do what you want to do even if it does seem delulu it won't be delulu for long yes yes i Mm. love that because you just have to believe it and once you believe it your mind won't think of it like in you know as time goes on, your mind won't think of it as being Delulu because honestly, you're just like, yeah, this is me. You know, I have this and you will literally end up having it. It becomes normal. Yeah. Like what we at the moment might think is out of reach or far or it's going to take a long time. It doesn't have to be out of reach. It doesn't have to be far. It doesn't have to take a long time. And it can literally be our normal. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to wait for it. <laughs> and this is why we wanted to talk about this. We wanted to talk about this topic. Um, because, yeah, I feel like I'm in a bit of a waiting bay in my life. Um, there was a lot of change at once and now I'm kind of just like waiting. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm waiting for, to be honest. I just, like, I just feel like I'm waiting for something to happen. Um, but with what Ange was saying was, I don't need to wait. Like if I want something to happen, I can make it happen. I think it's really valid. Like what you're talking about, you've gone through a lot of change and now things feel, um, more stable. Yes. Which we love. Which I'm not used to because I just feel like it wasn't stable there for a very long time. So now that it is stable, I'm like, this is weird, (laughs) which is valid. And that's why when you spoke about waiting, and I can relate and resonate because I've also done a lot of what feels like waiting. 
I actually think that waiting is a state or a feeling more than it is a reality. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Mm. Like, I feel like we can feel like we are waiting more than we actually are waiting for something. And because we're feeling like we're waiting, we're just thinking we're waiting rather than realizing we're already living something now. Like right now, because things are stable, it might feel like you're waiting, but we can look at how incredible the stable things already are. Yeah, you're right, actually. I I didn't think of it like that. Like, yeah, the the feeling is, I'm feeling like I'm waiting. But like I said, I don't know what I'm waiting for. It's like, there's nothing I'm waiting for necessarily. I'm just feeling like I am. So, um, I think I need to get out of the future and into the present and see what is around me. Hmm. Yeah. That's valid. Mm. Because in a sense, like, there are certain goals that are set that, like, I'm going to use me as an example. Mm -hmm. Like, there are certain goals that I have set that feel like they are working towards them. So in a sense... I can look at that like I'm waiting for that goal to like manifest fully. Like, so that's where waiting can come in. But, or I could look at that as, like, it's about perception. I could look at that as every single day, look what I'm doing in my every single day. Things are happening. This is happening. That is happening, which is like what you're talking about being present. And it's moving along towards that. So I'm not waiting anywhere. Every day is the experience of that. Yeah. And when it, the bigger manifestation lands in, it's just like a larger form of the smaller forms of what I'm doing every day. Mm. I was just reminded in my head of, I think it's like a TikTok or like a quote, I don't know, something like that. And it's it basically says, you are right now where you once dreamed of being. Yeah. So, yeah, just I'm just thinking about that for a second. Yeah, I am right now where I once dreamed of being, yet I'm still, like, waiting for more. So I think this is, like, a reminder for me that I can have, you know, big goals and big dreams that I can be working towards, but to always just come back to that present and just be grateful for where I am and, like, what is in my life now because... It's really fucking good. Mm. Yes. Mm. I love that. Literally, how many things that you are currently living out now did you one year ago or you two years ago like see as impossible or so far into the future or like a dream or like yeah. it was Delulu? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was probably being Delulu if I thought that was ever going to happen and now it's actually happening. So that just goes to a show. And is a reminder that what you think is Delulu now, it really won't be Delulu soon. If you genuinely want that, it will happen. It will manifest for you. And you're going to look back and think, wow, this is where I once dreamed of being. That's really special. It is. (laughs) It really is. Mm. I do want to get back into like, manifesting though i know you've been doing that recently do you want to chat a bit about that 
Yeah. Just sure. like what you've been doing. And what, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Yes. No, I would like to share. Okay. So it ties in with the waiting thing. Yeah. So for me, firstly, I had to realize that I felt like I was waiting for certain things to happen. Um, especially with my business. I'll just use that as the example here. But this applies in many areas right now. But I felt like I was waiting for certain things to happen. Like something outside of me needed to happen for me to like have the next step. And then I realized waiting oftentimes, it depends on the context, but in my context coincides with, okay, it's not time yet or it's not ready yet, which oftentimes can actually mean I don't feel ready yet. Mm. Like I am not ready now. So if I'm telling myself in my mind, if my thoughts are I'm not ready now, in some way, shape, or th- form, even if it's subconscious, because it's subconscious. That wasn't a conscious thought. Yeah. But behind, it's not time yet. Underneath that, for me, is I'm not ready yet. Mm. So if I'm telling myself I'm not ready yet, then I'm telling, I'm telling myself that, and I'm the creator of my reality. So I, I'm gonna have to keep waiting. So like for me, like my manifestation, if you will, if you call it that, started with having to shape the story again from. I'm not ready yet to how am I ready now? How can I feel ready now? And then into I am ready now. Mm-hmm. Like, so does that make sense? Yeah. I was just about to say a lot of the time we are ready. A lot of the time there are so many aspects of us that is ready. There may be some that, you know, we can work on. Um, but yeah asking that question of yourself like okay how am i ready now just like brings awareness that we can overlook for ourselves um and yeah and then eventually going to i am ready now and i think our mind is so powerful that we will just shape and evolve to what that is you know i am ready now okay yep we just keep telling ourselves that we will then be ready i think it will just happen um, but like you said, if we keep saying, oh, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, then you're never going to be ready because you just keep telling yourself that. Absolutely. It's like finding what is the initial limiting belief? What's yes. the initial one or ones? And then reframing them consistently every time you're noticing them pop up, which is constant. Yeah. It is. Like through my day, I realized, oh my gosh, when I started to decide to be more aware of my limiting beliefs, recognize that I'm the creator of my outside, I can see how many limiting beliefs I have. And that's so okay. But then I I want my reality to change. So I want to keep changing the thoughts when I'm noticing them. So when I'm noticing myself saying, well, when I'm noticing myself feeling caved in, I'm like, why do I feel caved in when I'm about to do this task? Because I'm scared that I don't know how to ABC okay, we have to change that narrative now. And every time noticing that feeling, noticing the thought, again, what's the new narrative? What's the new narrative? What's the new narrative? Which is, I am ready now. I am capable now. I can do this now in my example and context. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then all of those times you're shifting that plays into the bigger picture, you know, that is making you even more ready you know, than before. So, like, if you just played into that limiting belief and, you know, stay caved in, like, with your example, 
there wouldn't be any um, any growth and development but if you're shifting that and you're like okay yep i can do this and then you go do it and you show yourself that you can do it one you're building self-trust to show that you can actually do it and two you're up leveling so it's it's taking you on that road to being ready to do the bigger thing that these little things lead up to. Yes. And doing all the little things are the big things as well. I'm noticing. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh, productivity has increased. Efficiency has increased. IDs have started landing in like new IDs. Um, like just from that thought shift in that moment, everything is uh how do i explain that the quality of what i'm creating right after having that thought shift is better already so it's already creating more clients for example yeah so already working it's this is what because i've been talking so much too about self-concept work it's self-concept work yeah it's like i change the belief about myself in that moment then i take the action from there then the outcome is instantly different yeah Mm. Mm. We need to do some of this self-concept work. I've never heard of it before. Like I've never, he- I've never heard it being called that. Mm. Didn't know it had a name. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> do you want to explain it to people just so they can understand exactly what that is? Yeah. Again? If you want me to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I um. Because I feel like we've been talking about it, but just in a bit more of a clear and concise way. What is self-concept work? Essentially, it's the idea that everything outside of you is you pushed out outwards. Everything outside is a mirror to your inside in some way, shape or form. Everything we're perceiving and experiencing is a mirror of some belief, conscious or subconscious, or a state of being that we're in in that moment. So if we recognize that the outside is a mirror of the inside, when we want to change the outside, we first can change the inside. And that starts with how we perceive ourselves. That is what your self-concept is. It's how are you perceiving yourself at the moment? Yep. Consciously and even subconsciously. Yeah. Um, so when you create the story that you want to create about yourself or you shift towards that, because it can it depends on how limit how ingrained those limiting beliefs are or the subconscious beliefs are, but as you change your self story, as you work on changing your self story to create a new self story then you're also creating a new outside world. Mm. Yeah. Did I explain yeah. that okay? You did. Mm. You did. Yeah. So pretty much, because I'm trying to understand this as well. So yeah. I'm going to relay that back to Please you. Please do. <laughs> In my own way. So pretty much, for example, if something comes up for me, like I don't feel confident in doing this, for example, then I need to be like, okay, no, let's change that narrative. I am confident to do this because I would like to give myself some reasons, A, B, C, D. And I'll be like, okay, beautiful. And then I go into it, remembering those things, being confident. And I show myself that I am confident in it. Yeah. Yeah? You create the new story. Yes. Creating a new story, yes. You're recognizing that you are creating your experience, so then you create a new story. Yep. Yes, okay. Can I give another example as well? Yes, please. Another example, this one's a bit trickier to wrap our head around. Okay. Is when there is a situation outside of us happening. Mm. 
and it might be another person behaving a certain way towards us or something like that. Okay, yep. Okay, we can change that as well Mm. by looking at our self-concept. So say somebody is treating you in a certain way and you are not vibing with it, you're not resonating with it, find the belief behind that as well. So can I give a, a better, a specific example? Mm. Say that there's a friend yep. and they are being like really mm, demanding of me. Yep. For example, or demanding of you, let's just put it out to say there's a friend that's being very demanding of you and asking a lot from you. What is the story you're telling yourself about that? Like why, why, when you deep dive deeper, you might realize I need to give for my friends to like me. Mm. I need to give, I need to be always giving for people to stick around. So what's the story behind that? I am not worthy of just love for who I am. And then you work on that concept. You change that story. You start telling yourself, I am worthy of love regardless of how much I give. Yep. I give because I love giving, not because I feel like I need to earn love. And you start telling yourself that self-concept every, every day. Yeah. And then you watch either this dynamic with this person change or they will exit your reality. Yeah. That it will literally not, it will no longer be in your experience anymore. They will either change to match your new self concept in their behavior, or if it's not aligned for some reason, like that friendship wasn't aligned to continue, it it won't, it will no longer be. Yeah. Mm. I'm being reminded of we show people how to treat us. Yeah. Um, So this goes for like that specific example, but also just for, you know, in my example where I, wanted to be confident I need to then express that so then people will see me as confident and then treat me as a confident person yes they won't tiptoe around me as an anxious person you know and fuel that reality um yeah okay that was a really powerful example that makes sense Mm. definitely something I'm going to be more aware of um yeah do you feel like do you feel like this is uh what do you feel about this? About like self-concept work? Yeah. I think, I'm going to be honest, I think it takes a lot of effort. Yes. <laughs> like being aware of like every single thought and having the strength and power to shift it in that moment can sometimes be challenging. I don't think it's always going to be easy. Um, you know, sometimes we want to feel a little bit sorry for ourselves or sometimes we just don't really want to change um until there is a time that we actually want to so yeah I think I've been doing it subconsciously on and off like just in like scattered scenarios um but I'm excited to now that I'm more conscious of it and it's more in my awareness and I think it's going to pop up quite a bit and I'll be I'll know what to do um because, yeah, like I said before, I didn't know there was a name for it. So I was just doing it because, you know, I would move through limiting beliefs sometimes. Um, but not, like, on a daily basis if, like, thoughts would pop up. So, yeah. This is, like, a very powerful technique to have. Because you can instantly create 
really positive change for yourself um, in every moment, in every moment if you choose to. Um, and that's, that's like a scary thing because it's up to you, but it's also a very powerful thing because it is up to you. Like no one can hold you back from doing that, just yourself. Wow. Mm. Oh my gosh. That's really powerful. I love how you just said all of that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing all that. I needed to hear it. You're right, girl. It's not... Hmm. I don't want to say it's not easy. I want to say it takes effort. Yeah, it takes effort. It's to do that. Yeah, like, um, yeah, it, it takes effort. Like, for example, um, I actually was talking to this about with a client, um, about her mindset. She was finding it a little bit challenging to um uh, want to come to the gym. There was a little bit of fear behind her. Um little bit of lack of self-confidence but I told her before we even spoke about all this I just said like you have the power you know you get to make the change if you want to Um, I can't do it for you I can be there to support you along the way but ultimately it's up to you Um, so I've just forgotten why I was saying this (laughs) no that's so okay we're talking about how it takes effort yes right um so yeah I said to her it's not gonna be easy like if it was easy then you'd be doing it this whole time um but it is gonna take that little bit of effort until it just becomes your new normal until it becomes a habit and it's just what you do now you know yes yeah like you know I think it takes like 21 days to create a habit Mm. if we just stick to this for three weeks and did it with like every thought, then it would ultimately just end up being what we do now. That would be a really powerful habit to have. It is. It really is. Everything changes very rapidly. Yeah. hundred percent. Everything would shift so fast. But it's also powerful to recognize that it takes effort and that there's some resistances to that sometimes. Yeah. And that, like you said, when you first start anything, it is trickier at the beginning but when it becomes your normal, it's like just like anything else. It doesn't have the same effort. Yeah. It's just like, I just do this. It just happens. Flow, flow, flow for the most part. Yeah. Well, it's just like brushing our teeth every morning. None of us think about that. We just do it because that's just what we do now. It's what we've done for a very, very long time. Ev- anything could be the same as that. Yes. And the other thing is it doesn't have to be necessarily done for every thought like we have so many thoughts in a day oh god like so many thoughts but it can be done rather than like a lot of the times when people think of like a meditative practice or a manifestation practice it's more like I do it at this time of the day like I do it when I wake up or I do it before bed or I set time away to do it this is sort of something that you are keeping aware of through your day and noticing where you feel where you feel different emotional states that you don't like. Yeah. It's where you're noticing yourself feeling self-limited or restricted or like you're not, your response to something, you don't like it. That's when you're like, let's change it. Yes. That's when you're like, okay, let's look at the thoughts. Yeah. How can I rewrite the story right now? Mm. And you'll notice that you'll have a lot of the same core beliefs 
like we have different self-concepts for different areas of our life. So how we look at relationships, how we look at us in relationships and what we're deserving of us in work and what we're deserving of money, um, physical health. Like it, you're going to have different self-concepts, but you may find similar beliefs at the core of different things. So then it's not like you're working on all these different beliefs. A lot of the time it's actually the same belief. It's the same like core belief. Yes. So that makes it easier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. What do you feel is, yeah, like where do you, do you feel like there's an area of life that you have like good self-concept, like that you like? Mm. Good question. Good self-concept. I think in my relationships. Right. I think I have good self-concepts in my relationships. I haven't in the past, but those times have helped me kind of shift that. And I guess I've just found, I've, I've just discovered um, through those, like what I truly am worthy of. And now I... I feel like I have really good communication in my relationships and openness with myself as well. Um, yeah. So I think I, I think that's probably my best place with self-concept right now. Yes. Hmm. And see, I love how you actually gave the contrast of like it wasn't, it didn't always sort of, it wasn't always this way, but it is now. Yeah. Because you've actually worked on your limiting beliefs. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I worked on them. They shifted. And now at my core, I know what I'm worthy of. I know how I should treat people. I know how people should treat me. And I know what I want in my relationships. And I will openly communicate that if I need to. Yes. That's a really strong, solid self-concept. Right there. Yeah. Yep. What about you, Queen? Hmm. It's interesting. I feel like relationships is one of the places I want to improve my self-concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's definitely on my improvement list. Yep. I do self-concept journaling. So, Ooh. I didn't actually mention this. Yeah. When I'm doing these limiting beliefs, noticing what they are, shifting them, I'm also writing it down because it's easier for me to, when I see it. Yeah. So, if I'm out, note on my phone, if I'm with pen and paper I'll write it out so I can see it and then so I can come back to it and so I can remember it it also cuts the work time me figuring out the new belief it's like I've already written one down this is my new beliefs um I love that yeah so I'm currently doing a lot of self-concept work when it comes to me in relation to other people Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's a place where I want to improve my self-concept um and it's a bit more trickier sometimes with people because people are different than things. Like a, a a business is an entity, but it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like other people, like friends, family, other people in our life are people with their whole thoughts. So it can be trickier when you see something physically right in front of you and it's playing out so real to say, that's not what I'm going to decide to choose. I'm going to choose my story. 
Like it's literally seeing something in the 3D and then saying that, and if you don't resonate it with saying that's not true anymore. Hi, but no, this is what's true. And then waiting for that to change. Yeah. And it, and it does, but. um, It can take some time. Yes. Because you don't, you can't really control other people. You can't. It's and it's not about controlling other people, but when you change your self concept, people do. You do speak differently. You do act differently. You do things differently, mm. and people change their response back to you. Yeah. It it does change. It's not about you controlling them, but you're telling yourself a new story about you, so you show up differently, and then they respond differently. Like they, it changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Did it make sense? No, it makes sense. Mm. I'm just like thinking about it in my life, like as sure. you're talking about it. <laughs> and mm, I just feel like I've I've changed a lot and I've changed like my limiting beliefs. Um, but I'm not seeing that mirror with some of my relationships and I choose to not take on what they're saying because that's their story. Um, I know my story, but I'm not seeing any shifts in their responses. So that's kind of making me think, well, at my core, do I really believe my new story? In certain relationships, we have different self-concepts with different people as well. Mm. So where you're noticing extra resistance, there could be different beliefs present there. Yeah. Like more, if that makes sense. That does make sense. And that's normal because of the experiences we've had. Like our beliefs come from looking at what we've seen so far. Yeah. So that stays in here. Yeah. And that's where you're Delulu to say, I've seen all of this, but I'm still going to choose a new one. Yeah. That's the Delulu there. Yeah. Yeah, because you haven't seen it play out the way you want it to. Yeah. So your mind's saying, no, it can't be that way. Yes. But we're going to be Delulu and it can be that way. Especially when it's relationships that are worth... It's when you want to put the effort into it. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah. Or situations where you want it to change. Like yeah. it's worth the effort. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. It is interesting. Power of the mind. The power of the mind. <laughs> it's incredible. We really are the creators of our own reality. Um, and yeah, we got to embrace the Delulu. I just had another thought landing about this. What was it? Oh, also like sometimes we're in a different state. Like the the heavier you're feeling usually, the trickier it can feel to change a belief Mm. so like if you're already if your baseline is a bit more neutral it's easier generally yeah it's easier to shift things if you're going through a lot it's harder to change the story because you're already feeling dense and heavy but it's also when it's most important to try to change it yeah and that's why i actually i had the thought of i love that you write it down because i think it's great to write down the limiting belief and be able to kind of work through your emotions, neutralize, and then come back to it later and look at it from a neutral perspective. So then you can see it for what it really is. Because when we are so caught up in the emotions, like you said, it is probably the most cha- it is the most challenging place to shift that limiting belief. 
Um, but if you can kind of neutralize, relax the emotions, then look at it, then you will be able to create that new story that you want to create. That's such a good point. Mm, That's such a good point. Riding the emotional wave. Yeah. Yes. Riding the emotional wave. So I love that you actually write it down. I think that's something I want to implement because then you can ride the emotional wave but then forget about what that limiting belief was and it will probably just keep popping up. Yes. Um, Because you didn't work through it. You just rode the wave, now you're fine. So it's like you don't need to look at it again. But if I write it down, then I will come across it again and be like, oh, do I still believe that? Oh, okay, yes, let's shift that. Yes. That's important. That is important. Mm. Good point. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to be writing it down. Love. Yep, I like that. Yes. I'm I'm definitely writing it. Yeah. Like it's for me it's efficient. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's efficient, it's powerful. Mm. If I'm not writing it, it's because I'm like it's happening in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's a good one." All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back to it after though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Actually, um I did it the other night. <laughs> I wrote it on the shower (laughs) wall because i was like the act of writing this is cementing it in me yes (laughs) new self-concept and i swear downloads are just so heightened in the shower they are because it's like i feel like it's just such a time where we're all present yeah you know we don't have our phone there we're focusing on looking after ourselves in that moment um so our mind can just run wild you know there's no other distractions um so yeah i've actually tried to stop playing music in the shower and just have quiet so then i can think whatever i want to think because who knows that's where all the greatest ideas come (laughs) i love that Mm. you're right there's no there's not like a phone usually we're not looking at things so much yeah our focus is more present. Yeah, we're really present. Mm. We're just like doing an activity, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I think that's why for me the self-concept work has been working so much lately because I had to set a bit more boundaries with myself, with my phone mm-hmm. and with certain um, things. I still obviously use my phone. I still use a lot of things, but I kind of was like, first thing when I wake up don't phone yeah like I had to set a few more boundaries and then when I set these boundaries I realized oh I'm with myself and conscious of my thoughts and being more present a whole lot more so it was easier to notice what was going on yeah like that's where this sparked from for me personally yeah Mm. Mm. it's powerful and I want to do better with my phone um yeah, I want to do better with my phone. Today, well, not today, actually. The past few days, I started reading again, which was good. So that's like an activity off my phone. Um, but I do want to do more things um, like I really want to declutter my wardrobe. And I've been saying it for the past few days now. I really want to do it. And I have time to do it, especially throughout the day. Um but I've just, you know, been finding things to do on my phone instead. So I have the power to change that. I'm going to create a new story. I am a productive queen that gets things done. 
Yes. Because <laughs> there's still heaps of time for my phone. I don't need to be on it every second. I'm not really doing much on there. Sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, what can I do now on my phone? And I just look for something to do. And then I'll like watch a show or something. And there's nothing wrong with that, but just like balance. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to create a new story and believe it. I love, I think we spoke about this, I don't know, a few weeks ago where you said uh, this girl was doing things like ironically. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah. we spoke about it on the it podcast. It was on the podcast. Um, I'm just going to ironically start cleaning my wardrobe out. <laughs> girl, yeah. Like I am a very organized queen and I love what it looks like when I open my organized wardrobe. It makes me feel so excited to pick out beautiful items of clothing. Oh, yes. Like, and that is worth it for me. Yes. I'm visualizing it right now. Mm. And the sense of calm is amazing because my wardrobe is so full and so chaotic and old things need to leave. So, And your wardrobe can be a nice little mirror of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it's going to... It's going to physically clear out space in my head, in my physical space, for new to come in. Mm. Yeah. Take me out of that waiting bay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ironic. Was she doing things ironically or iconically? Ironically. Ironically? She was like, ironically going for a hot girl walk. (laughs) Um, I can't remember what else because I saw this video a couple yeah. years ago, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it stuck with it stuck with me. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people could find that valuable, so I was like, yeah. I'll keep that as a gem for people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I find it hard to do. I find it easy to say things ironically. Yeah. And then they become a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. But I do, I for some reason doing things ironically. I I am. It's not me. Yeah. I'm, I'm the just, same. I'm just doing it. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the same. So it's going to be a bit of a... No. Not claiming that it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be easy for me to be organized and productive and amazing. And do things ironically. <laughs> Maybe I need to, like, create content while doing it. Why not? Maybe that'll make it fun. Yes. Like, declutter my wardrobe with me (laughs) you just brought me to another point oh okay yes when we're open to changing our self-concept we get new ideas because we have a level of openness and then that new idea is part of our new self-concept so yes this is a way that cleaning can become fun for you Mm. and that's part of the new story cleaning is fun for me it's fun for me because i'm creating content yeah that would be fun yes okay this is an idea. It is a great idea. Now cleaning becomes fun. Yeah. You just shifted a self-concept or a limiting belief. Yeah. Yeah, because I always think of cleaning like it's a waste of time. It's not fun. Ugh. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And that's they're not invalid thoughts. No. Yeah. But you just want better ones. Yeah. And so many ideas are flowing in my head right now about this. Yay. So, yeah, this <laughs> is this is going to be a thing. Mm. I was going to say I'll do it tomorrow, but not tomorrow because in my gap between work, I am buying the weekend tickets. 
Okay. <laughs> so maybe the next day. <laughs> Whenever feels good for you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. I feel like we've become come off topic now. It doesn't matter. Talking about my wardrobe. That's okay. It's a good example <laughs> yeah. of how simple we can change. Like self-concept work or like being Delulu or like changing the narrative, all these things, manifesting. It's all the same thing. Law of assumption, all of it can be applied in simple contexts or in very complex situations. Yeah. And we can, we can, as long as we remember we are a powerful creator, we can change anything. We can change our wardrobe. We can change the future trajectory or the current trajectory of our career or our finances or our relationships. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. It's the same laws of uh, energetics, but yeah. not just energetics. It's how the universe works. Yeah. Um. I think the the correct terms is law of hermetics, but it's the same laws that can that are just applied in any context. It's just it just is. Yeah, big or small. <laughs> so I think focusing on how we can do it in a smaller way can help us apply it in a bigger way too. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. you're like, I did it for my wardrobe. Yeah. So now I can do it for my business. Yeah. And then I can do it for my love life. Yeah. These are just examples, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for on live working this out with me. <laughs> That's what we're here for, Queen. And I could see this example happen in real time. Because mm. now I'm actually excited. I'm actually excited to clean my wardrobe. <laughs> yes. See? Look at that state shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what me having my notebook now my journal when i where i do this gets me excited when i start to feel a feeling feeling of limitation i start feeling limited i'm like Ugh. i'm like yes notebook time <laughs> self-concept time like it's become fun now it's yeah. like oh we get to change the story oh we get to change our life oh yeah fun <laughs> <laughs> i love that because it's the other thing because it's a lot of um about thoughts and about states like one could look at that and be like, oh, or you could tell your story. <laughs> Do that look funny? <laughs> your, your face just then like, <laughs> just so funny. <laughs> For real though. Yeah. I was tapping into the part of me that does, that could go, oh. Yeah. Like I actually felt the energy. Like, because <laughs> there's a real part of me yeah. that, that can feel that. Yeah. But there's another part of me that I'm choosing in my new self-concept that's excited by this. It's like, yeah. I get to do this. Ooh, juicy. <laughs> Thank you. Fun. Mm. Wow. I like that. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing this with us, Queen. I, and I'm sure the audience, really appreciate it. Yay. <laughs> I love you and I love our audience. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. All right. Is there anything, final words you feel called to say at all? I don't think so. Mm. That was a lot to take in for me. Absolutely. That's but fair. Yeah. Really great though. You'll have to listen back to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will as well. Yeah. <laughs> Slay. Relearn. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you learnt something. 
Um, let us know some feedback or anything you'd like us to chat about in the future. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.